I cannot tell you how many stepmoms have told me that they felt like there was something wrong with them because they were having all of these thoughts and all of these feelings that they were ashamed of, that they felt guilty about, that they were like, what is happening in my mind? Why am I having these thoughts? And they didn't know what to do with these things. They didn't know what to do with these thoughts. They didn't know what to do with these emotions. So instead, they just carried them around and thought there was something wrong with them. They thought they were broken. Where would you take your life if you knew you could not fail? I get it. As a stepmom, mom, and entrepreneur, sometimes it can feel like what everyone else expects of you versus what you dream about for yourself are on opposite ends of the spectrum. As a woman, you're taught from a very young age what society thinks you're worth based on how you look, how you behave, and how much money you're allowed to bring in. But I'm here to show you that you can be the woman who has it all and not just on the outside. I'm Brittany Lynch, and you are the queen of your castle. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Queen of Your Castle podcast. I am your host, Brittany Lynch. I am so excited this evening. At the time of recording, we are just gearing up for our very, very, very exciting Uplifted Stepmom five-day challenge. And I cannot wait to get started. We have so many incredible women inside of there and it just lights my fire to see how supportive and incredible everyone is. So, you know, the intention behind this five-day uplifted challenge that we're running is to help stepmoms elevate their stepfamily relationships in five days. That's it. So this means that some stepmoms are joining to elevate their romantic relationship. Some might be joining to elevate the relationship they have with their stepkids. Some might be joining due to conflict with the other parent. And some might be joining because they just don't want to do this dang stepmom thing alone. And they're excited at the prospect of joining an enriching and supportive community of other stepmoms. Whatever the reason... I'm so excited to welcome so many absolutely incredible women from every corner of our world into one really beautiful space, you know, share their growth and their wins with each other. And the way I see it is there are mom groups and curling teams and book clubs and bowling leagues. So why the heck shouldn't us stepmoms get our own cool club too? right? We need our own cool club. So we're going to make it. We're making our own cool club. You're invited. If you're a stepmom, you're invited. If you have no idea what I'm talking about and you're listening to this before August 23rd, 2020, then jump on over to my Instagram at the step queen and click the link in my bio and register for the challenge. Alternatively, I'll make sure that I link it up in the show notes. And this week only, I'm offering this $297 challenge absolutely free. 
So you do not want to miss it if you have not registered already. Now, one of the many beautiful things about stepfamilies is that no two stepfamilies are the same. And I mean, there are lots of us with common experiences that we can relate to amongst ourselves. And a lot of stepmoms absolutely understand each other on a whole different level than non-stepmoms would understand most of us. But at the end of the day, each and every one of our experiences is unique. There's this really this really cool feeling. I can actually still remember the first time I found out that the thoughts and feelings and experiences that I was having and that my stepfamily unit was having was actually a normal part of the stepfamily forming process. But just because there's kind of a normal expected pattern of what that looks like doesn't mean that it's the exact same for everyone. But something I've been thinking about, um, to be honest, as the result of a troll, but something I've been thinking about is this question in my mind of when does uniqueness become something that our ego uses to make the way that we do things better than how someone else does things. So in other words, as human beings, it's in our nature to see life kind of on a binary, maybe on a continuum for some things, but for a lot of it, it's on a binary, right? There's, we have yes and we have no. We have light and there's dark. We have good and we have evil. We have quiet and we have loud. We have day and we have night, right? Like these things can't exist without the opposite end of the spectrum, without the opposite end of the binary. And most people, most human beings create their identity or their sense of self, right? Who am I? If I was introducing myself to a stranger, who am I? What is my identity? But a lot of people make up our identities based on where we fall on the, a whole multitude of different binaries. You know, so for a long time, I was like, I have curly hair. That was part of my identity. So on this binary, it's like, do I have curly hair? Do I have straight hair? Do I have blonde hair? Do I have brown hair? Am I Christian or am I Buddhist? Am I gay or am I straight? Am I the same as this type of person? Or am I different from this type of person? And you don't have to look much farther than the big social issues that are dividing our nation right now, that have always divided our nations historically. But, you know, especially right now, the, the, divisive, the divisive issues are, do I wear a mask or not? Do I vote for Trump or not? Thankfully, I'm Canadian, so I'm out of that battle. But do you vote for Trump or not is divisive, right? Do I vaccinate or not is divisive. Do I support being anti-racist or not? Do I support ending human trafficking or not? Do I eat Chick-fil-A or not? These are all really divisive topics. And it doesn't matter which way that you slice it, 
as a general rule, the majority of people believe, the majority of people believe that the way they see the world is the right way to see the world. And they believe that the way other people see the world is the wrong way if it's not the same as how they see it. And, you know, I have my own theories about why that is and social scientists have their own theories about why that is and psychologists, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, politicians exploit these binaries for their own agendas and corporations exploit these binaries for profit. But that's a conversation for another day. You know, the bottom line, the bottom line is that for as long as there have been and as long as there will be human beings, unless we massively, massively restructure the social systems that uphold society as we know it, then groups of people will continue to gain power or money or status or prestige or all of the above over another group of people due to how easy it is to convince the masses that people who lean the other way people who are on the other end of the binary are morally bad people, are morally bankrupt people, are unethical people. That anyone who is the other is bad, is wrong. And so on that note, for this episode, I wanted to pull on something like I said, that is a result of a troll, but also... (laughs) Also, that I've noticed as a result of that, that can be very divisive within our own community of stepmoms. And I spoke about something similar to this back when I discussed the problem I'm noticing with this term bonus mom way back on episode number three. And if you haven't heard episode number three yet, then you can go check it out after this episode so you know what I'm talking about. But I will say that it saddens me. It saddens my heart. I actually have a physical sad response, emotional response, when I see stepmoms tearing each other down or trying to make another stepmom feel like a dirtbag because she falls on another end of the binary. And I ask myself the question, Is this human nature or is this social conditioning that the masses tend to believe someone who believes different things than they do makes that other person morally bankrupt? But specifically what I wanted to talk about on this episode seems to be a really divisive shame trigger for a set of stepmoms who are on one end of this binary. And it's this sort of catchphrase that somebody might silk screen onto a t-shirt or a coffee mug to give to their someone in their set family. Now, if you've ever said this phrase yourself, I would invite you to keep listening. And if you have ever heard this phrase yourself, then I would also invite you to keep listening. You know, where this is coming from on my end is purely a place of information and my interpretation, what I observe being in this world, observing this stuff that goes on in this world. 
wherever you fall, whether you have said it or whether you have heard it, know that this is not intended for judgment. This is not intended to make you feel bad either way, but it's important and it needs to be said. So this phrase that I want to talk about, this hallmark, this hallmark greeting card phrase that I'm sure I'm convinced that it had a really beautiful intention behind it when it was started, when it was coined. And that's this phrase that we're not step, we're not half, we're just family. And another variation of that is like, you know, love knows no steps. And, you know, it's it's really unfortunate that I even have to be doing an episode on this. It's really unfortunate that someone would choose to weaponize such a beautiful sentiment. But unfortunately, that's what I'm noticing is happening. And if you are the type of stepmom who has been fortunate enough to enter into a stepfamily relationship or a multitude of stepfamily relationships with all the people in your stepfamily, where you, know, you and your spouse were able to communicate really easily about your spouse's previous family and your needs and how everyone in your family can get their needs met. If you were able to step into that space with your spouse, or if you were able to step into a space where you were able to form really quick and effortless, connected, loving bonds with your stepkids, or where the other parent was accepting and even grateful for you to come into the kids' lives and your partner's life, because it happens, I've seen it, then I want you to know that I genuinely, from the bottom of my heart, am absolutely ecstatic for you. Like that makes me so, so, so happy that this experience does happen for people. And also, if this is you, then call me. Then call me. <laughs> but if you have... If you have been fortunate to have this experience, again, because it is, you know, maybe it's human nature. I haven't figured this one out yet, but if it is because of human nature to believe that everyone else should experience life the same way that we do, then I would really invite you to consider that this experience that you have could actually be used if used improperly could actually be used to hurt or shame another stepmom. And in fact, quite the vast majority of us. I cannot tell you how many stepmoms have told me that they felt like there was something wrong with them because they were having all of these thoughts and all of these feelings that they were ashamed of, that they felt guilty about, that they were like, what is happening in my mind? Why am I having these thoughts? And they didn't know what to do with these things. They didn't know what to do with these thoughts. They didn't know what to do with these emotions. So instead, they just carried them around and thought there was something wrong with them. They thought they were broken. And I can't tell you how many stepmoms have told me that if they ever split up with their partner, that they would never, ever, ever date someone with kids again. And, you know, beyond these, my own like anecdotal experiences, both personally and with a lot of stepmoms, there is a really 
large body of research, there's a really large body of evidence that very clearly shows of every single person in any type of family system, stepmoms have higher levels of depression and anxiety than everybody else. And beyond, beyond that, they have more, they feel more isolation than any other type of family member. They feel excluded more often than any other type of family member. They have the hardest time adapting to their family system than any other type of family member. And when I say any other type of family member, I'm, I mean the kids whose parents have separated, kids whose parents stay together, pa- parents who stay like husband and wife, wife and wife, husband and husband, ex-partners, and even stepfathers. So stepmoms have a harder time than stepfathers, okay? So the why... The why behind this, like why is this the case? Why do stepmoms have this really challenging experience as a general rule that is proven by research? I'm very diligently working on my own theory. It's coming along. But the truth of the matter is that for the vast majority of stepmoms, the normal expected experience of the stepmother includes a very tumultuous time that involves difficult relationships, that involves a complex bonding process or complex bonding processes and turf wars and jealousy and financial difficulty and grief and loss. This is the normal expected experience of the stepmother. And one reason I believe that to be true or I know that to be true is because as women, we hold ourselves to this ridiculously high standard that we need to swoop in and start a hundred Pinterest boards so we have all of everything covered from now until 10 years down the road with the kids and the holidays and the planning and the vacations and the dream house and the, and the, and the Pinterest And we think that we need to swoop in and turn our nurture dial up to 10,000 and get discipline under control and get the house under control and still work a job and a good job and a respectable job, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we think that in order to be good enough, we think that in order to be accepted in our role, that we need to become besties with the ex. Or that in order to be qualified as a stepmom, that we have to pass this secret test of loving someone else's children like they grew inside of our own bodies. So many of the issues we run into as stepmoms has to do with some really ingrained social conditioning and some really outdated and stifling and potentially harmful gender norms. But maybe, maybe, just maybe, if we stopped holding ourselves to this unattainable standard, if we stopped believing that the normal experience of the stepmom is the experience in which we're not half or step, we're just family. 
And maybe if the people who are fortunate to ha- enough to have that experience of not being half, half or step or family, if we stopped weaponizing that, if we stopped weaponizing our happiness as a means to make another woman who is struggling in her family feel like shit about herself, maybe then the experience of the stepmom would look a lot freaking differently. And you know, by the by, if you are, if you are in fact one of this very lucky stepmoms who was able to literally blend seamlessly into your step family, but if you are that stepmom and you are in fact using that experience of having this really easy step family as a weapon to make another woman feel bad that that's not her experience then I would really invite you to be really honest with yourself about why you feel motivated to do that. So wherever you are on your journey, I hope that you remember that this journey is not about being better than another stepmom. This journey is not about getting to this place where we do figure out how to love our stepkids like our own and we do figure out a way to become besties with the ex and we do figure out a way to become this like ideal step family. That's not what that's about. And there's so much division among our society as a general whole that we don't need to add another reason to make somebody different. So whether you love your stepkids like your own or you're just trying to figure out how to survive another day with them, whether you and your partner's ex meet up for coffee every Wednesday or you're convinced that your partner's ex has a voodoo doll of you in their basement, whether you're married, whether you're living together, whether you've chosen never to get married, whether you've chosen never to live together, whether you have your own bio babies or not, whether you love your step family without the step and without the half, or whether you're acutely, painfully aware of the differences between a step family and a nuclear family, wherever you fall in this roller coaster ride of stepping into the scientifically proven most challenging fucking role to occupy on the entire goddamn planet. Wherever you fall, you are so fucking worthy, you are so fucking valuable, and your story is your own, your own goddamn story. So stand tall and stand proud in it, brush your knees off, and don't use your wins to make them somebody else's losses. Us stepmoms, we have got to fucking stick together. We have got to stick together. There's enough division. There is enough hate. I don't care if you want to call yourself Princess Consuela Banana Hammock. I don't want to care if you want to call yourself Bonus Mom. I don't care if every day of the week you want to wear a shirt that says, we're not half, we're not step, we're just family. I don't care what you do. Just don't put down, don't bring down other women and don't bring down other stepmoms because we are a real fucking powerful bunch when we all get together and when we all lift each other up. And what kind of world would it be if little girls watched movies and said, 
I can't wait to grow up so I can be a stepmom. We all have this picture in our minds or a lot of us have been conditioned. A lot of women have been conditioned to have this picture in our minds that when we grow up, we should want to have babies. But what a fucking cool thing it would be if we could normalize this experience and make this experience so awesome because it is that when the little girls grow up watching TV, they say, when I grow up, I want to be a stepmom. I hope this episode got your wheels turning and showed you just how powerful you are. I would invite you to take 30 seconds and tap subscribe to this podcast. When you subscribe to the podcast, then rest assured you will never miss an episode. And in no time, spinning your wheels will be a thing of the past. Thank you for listening and subscribing. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the absolute world to me if after you subscribed, you jumped on over and left me a five-star review and better yet, a written review. I am on a mission to let every mom and stepmom know that you can create the life of your dreams. And I need your help to change the world. The world needs us. Thank you so much for subscribing and leaving me a five-star review. I will see you next week, same time, same place. For more behind-the-scenes action and to get really up close and personal with me and our beautiful step family, jump on over to Instagram and follow me at the step queen. Don't be shy. Send me a DM. Tag me in your posts. Tag me in your stories. Let me know what you're up to and what about the podcast has been blowing your mind. I cannot wait to get to know you better and Instagram is my jam. I love you so much. I love you so much. Make it rain, girlfriend. <laughs>